Yeah, a little bit more here today on a Friday. I'm getting some energy. <clears throat> I'm, as in, not like I'm getting a psychic reading or something like that. I'm getting, like me, I'm getting some energy for the first time in forever, it seems. Because uh, I had my... I had my flu shot and my COVID shot Wednesday night at at about 7 p.m., I think it was, something like that. <laughs> and I can tell you, uh, yeah, I've never – I mean, last year at this time, it, it's kind of funny because, first of all, I went there and didn't even think to bring my uh, my card, you know, my vaccination card. Because when was the last time anybody needed the damn thing? Uh, I mean, a year ago at this time, I was, you know, we were all getting boosted and you had to have your card and they put the info on the card. And also a year ago, I tried to schedule the flu shot and the COVID booster on the same day at the same time. And it was still too early for them to know if that was okay. So it had to be different times. And so then the kids had to get their flu shot on one day and then we all had to go back for the... And then they got their first COVID and then their second COVID and then we were getting our booster. It was honestly – and none of it <laughs> – none of it was able to happen on the same day at the same time. And the ones that were able to take place on the same day had to be done at two different locations. We did Walgreens uh, because as much as I would love to go to my local Medicine World pharmacy to get all my shots um, – and I know you can go to the doctor and do that, but that's a – I don't. I don't want to do that. Um, but they don't. Uh, they don't have the COVID vaccine at the local. They're not. They're kind of keeping mom and pops out of the COVID vaccine because uh, Walgreens and CVS and those kind of places, Rite Aid and whatnot, the big, the big, 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 big pharmacies. Uh, you know the lobbyists and so they have so much influence because they're huge mega giants. Um, that they can make sure that they're the ones getting all of the COVID vaccines from the Fed and the little guy is getting nothing. Uh, So that's fun. So like I've said before, if you have a mom and pop pharmacy that you go to, keep going, do as much as you can to support them. And if you, if you are, uh, uh, if you go to a CVS or a Walgreens or a Rite Aid or I feel like there's other ones that I'm forgetting. Eckerd, does this, I don't think Eckerd still exists, but whatever. If you're going to like a big Target, you know, Walmart, stop. Go get a local place and go get your get your prescriptions filled there. I'm look. I'm I shop on Amazon as much as the next guy. I I don't always, you know. I, I'd like to say, oh, anytime I need anything. I go out of my way to drive around until I can find a local business that has what I want. I don't have that kind of time. And it's just, sorry, I do a lot of Amazon. I do a lot of Best Buy. I, <laughs> I give a lot of money to the people who already have a lot of money, the big giants. But whenever and wherever I can possibly go, uh, you know, kind of a local uh, thing, I will do so. Hmm. You know, try to eat locally, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I just, I like my little mom and pop pharmacy. And I, it just seems like that's such a, it's such a rarity. Those are just such bygone days of having that kind of stuff. But, uh, excuse me. Anyway, 
so we had to go to Walgreens to get the shot and whatever. Um, and it's fine, you know. It's one of those things, though. Like it's like, you know, yeah, they're big giant corporations, and uh, that's bad. Uh. But you know, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but who's who's working there? It's local people. I know that's that's poor logic to defend, but but yeah, anyway. Uh, so Wednesday night when I had the shot and pretty much immediately got the arm, the flu shot was on my left side. The COVID booster was on my right side. The second booster got the, let's see, I think, uh, April, April and May of 2021 was when I got the COVID shot one and two Moderna. And then I had Moderna booster last December and, um, and then this one I had, it was Pfizer. And I forgot to bring my vaccination cards. So she was like, that's okay. You know, you can still do it. She's like, do you remember the date of your last booster shot? I said, yep, December 8th of last year. Did you get it here? Nope, got it at Rite Aid. She's like, okay, well, do you remember what it was? It was Moderna or it was Pfizer, right? I said, yep, it was Pfizer. And so they gave me the shot. And then I went home and I looked up, my, I found my vaccination card because I keep it in a drawer in a, vac- a folder that says covid COVID vaccine, it's all the kids' vaccination cards, all their records, all that shit. And I looked and I said, ooh, my booster last year was Moderna. (laughs) I've never had anything but Moderna, and now I've had Pfizer. And I don't really, any of the COVID shots, any of the flu shots, the worst thing that happens is maybe for a couple of days, my arms really hurt. Whatever arm took the shot really hurts. And in this case, my right arm that had the COVID shot really hasn't bothered me at all it's a little sore i guess if i kind of swinging my arm around it's a little sore and the left arm is very sore not anymore but it was almost within uh, probably uh, almost instantly within a minute of getting that shot i could really feel it and that's been the case since i was a little kid I, I know that's going to happen. It sucks. That's why I try to get all my shots in my left arm because my, I'm right-handed. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyway. Um, but then, yeah, I came home and I was very I was very sleepy. But that's kind of always the case because, look, this has been a busy year. It's been a busy many years. <laughs> and uh, But this last year in particular... Uh, really since, since like January, middle of January has just been nonstop and, uh, and it's finally kind of slowing down at least before it picks up when I start the new gig in about a month. Um, so I, anytime I'm just really, really tired, I attribute it to, you know, the days are getting darker. We're about to set the stupid clocks back Saturday night, uh, it's any number of things, and I hadn't I hadn't eaten anything, like a couple granola bars and, and a couple protein shakes throughout the day, and that was it. And I came home and uh, was just very sleepy, but uh, that, that was to be expected. Then yesterday, Thursday, just the entire day, I was just so out of it, and I didn't feel sick or anything. I was just so tired. I woke up and was tired. Took the kids to school. Came back. Uh, and then I got in bed. I came back a little after eight o'clock and I just said, all right, I'm just going to get in bed until nine. And I did. And I slept for a little bit, which is almost never the case. 
got up, you know, I had some meetings, had some work stuff. Uh, and then at noon, I was just so tired that I said, okay, I'm going to take a nap. Or actually, it was about 11.30. <laughs> and that's usually around 11.30, 12 is when the cat starts to get real happy, real lovey, real snuggly. What's Look at that shirt Jim Rome's wearing. That's a nice shirt. It looks good on him. It would look stupid on me. But that's a good color. I wonder if that's a Johnny O. Anyway. Uh, <sighs> what is this? Um, what was I saying? Absolutely no idea. The cat. Around lunchtime, the cat gets very... He's purring loudly. He's doing the cat thing, rubbing up against everything. And he wants... It's one of the few times where he really, really wants to be petted and scratched and all that stuff. And he's, it's interesting when it's a one on one situation, the cat doesn't mind being petted, being, you know, whatever. If it's, if we're all around, I think he might get a little more anxious. So he's more likely to, to swipe <laughs> if you scratch him. And the kids, uh, you know, they're, they, they like to pet the guy. And I think, you know, just like anybody, he wants to be left alone sometimes. I mean, I think about it. Like I've said, if I was just sitting there minding my own business and people just started coming up and like scratching behind my ears and rubbing my whatever head, I'd be like, oh, okay, please, please don't do that every fucking time you see me uh, <laughs> or any time you see me. So I get it. Uh, but, but at noon is when he's like, oh, he's so happy. He's, and he came in and he was purring and I said, okay, all right. Whatever, you can hop in the bed. I'm going to nap. You can sit there and purr. And he did. And then about a minute later, he got down. And as I've mentioned, he likes to chew on the garbage bags in the bed in our my bedroom. Uh, there's the scented, you know, the fresh scent, whatever. <laughs> and I could hear, I could hear this. And then he starts chewing on it. And I said, no. Tubby, no, you can't do that. It's bad. It's bad. And he kept doing it. He kept doing it. So finally, I just kind of chased him out of the room and closed the door. And I said, "All right, I can't. I gotta. I need to nap." <sighs> so I got in the bed, and then I could just hear like this. Meow. Meow. <sighs> like of course. So I didn't sleep. I didn't get a nap. <laughs> And then I had meetings and I had other stuff throughout the day. And uh, and then I had the parent-teacher conference uh, for the seventh grader over at the middle school. Uh, so it was just – it was a very long and very exhausting day. And I was just so – just beyond – I came home. I came home from that. I came, like, directly home. It was only, like, a 10-minute conversation. You go all the way there. You sit. It's every teacher that the kid has. And it's like a car wash. Everybody gets – Everybody gets about two minutes, <laughs> and that's it. And you're supposed to have, like, a meaningful conversation about your kid and their grades and the social and all the stuff in ten minutes. The problem was I got there six minutes late because it was so poorly organized. Last year we did the sixth grade. They had signs. They told you exactly where to go. We went right to the classroom. They told us what classroom. We sat down. We talked to the teachers. It was good. This year, I got there on time. And 
I went in and I, I even looked at the invite, the calendar invite. It had the time, it had the school, it had the, you know, my kid's team number and all that stuff. Like great, 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 great. Didn't say anything about a classroom number. What floor? There's three floors in this school. It's an old, old school. Uh, it's boy, it's at least ninety. It's about ninety year old, near years old. This school is. It's from the thirties, and. Uh, <laughs> So I went in and there was somebody just sitting in the front entrance, this guy. I don't know if he was the principal. I don't know. Uh, uh, yes, can I help you, sir? And like, yeah, fucking, it's parent-teacher. Yes, of course, I'm looking for this, uh, you know, I'm looking for the seventh grade, blah, 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 7-2. Uh, he's like, oh, that'll be the third floor and take a right, I, I think. And I said, you think? Okay, why wouldn't you know? Don't you work here? You're specifically, uh, I doubt that you're just sitting here for fun every single night of the week. I'm guessing you're here specifically for tonight only so you can tell parents where they need to go because you might not know this, but we, uh, us parents, uh, set foot inside this school uh, a handful of times during the year. And uh, you need to tell me where to go. And so, so he, uh, he's like, ah, oh, yes, that's the uh, third floor and then take a right. I'm like, okay. He doesn't seem very confident about that, but well, let's head to the, and I thought, well, that's strange. Cause you know, sixth grade's on the first floor. Seems odd that seventh grade would be on the third floor, but what do I know? Maybe eighth grade's on the second floor for some stupid reason. So I headed up. All the flights of stairs, all the way up to the third floor. Took a right as I was instructed to do, and uh, indeed there was a classroom there with some teachers and some parents and some other parents waiting to go in. Uh, but it was not any of my child's teachers. I know their names. Uh, I said okay, and obviously it's not like it's just you know they just designate a classroom. So you're not, it doesn't matter if you know like, oh, the science teacher's classroom is over. Well, it doesn't matter because they might not be in that classroom. So who cares? So, okay, the first room, there's nothing. Then I kept walking. Most of the rooms are dark. There's nothing happening in any of them. And I get to the end of the hall and then there's a room. I Okay, maybe this is it. And I look at the, the teachers inside. I'm like, ah, that's not anybody I know. And these names, uh, nope, this is not the right thing. Okay, so it's not in this hall. So then I walked all the way back to the where the staircase is, and then I went, I said, maybe he meant the left side. So I went on the other wing. Same thing. Whole lot of nothing. And at this point, I'm looking at my watch, and I'm like, I'm by the time I find this room, it's I'm gonna miss my time. <laughs> I'm I'm now I'm now late. And and I'm looking at my emails, I'm looking for a room number, and there's nothing. And then I see a very nice lady walking around, and she could tell that I was completely lost. And she said, oh, can I help you? And I said, I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. And she goes, okay. She's like, I think that's actually down on the second floor. And I kind of, to myself, I said, yeah, what a surprise. It's on the second floor, which is what I thought. But I was told by someone who works here that I need to go to the third floor 
And that was the other thing. Last year for the sixth grade conferences, they had all kinds of signage up, you know, team 6-1 this way, 6-3 that way, 6-4, whatever. Uh, or you could just go to the library and, and check in. Anyways, there, it, it was impossible to not know where to go for the sixth grade one. And for the seventh grade one, they're just like, ah, you, you guys all know the middle school by now. You'll find the rooms. No. I still don't come here very often. I know where the main office is. That's about it. I know <laughs> I know where the auditorium is. I know the main office. Uh, you know, I know where, where a bunch of sixth grade teachers are located. I know where the art room is, computer room from last year. I don't know shit about seventh grade, though. So... Uh, so this nice lady takes me, she's like, yeah, she's like, uh, she's like, I don't, I don't know if they did the best job. Uh, I think they, uh, they just assume that all the parents know exactly where they're going. And I said, why, why would anybody ever assume that? <laughs> and I said, and I did kind of say, I said, yeah, I said, I, I got incorrect directions from the guy who's supposed to be giving directions to where we're supposed to go. And there's no room number listed in my uh, Google invite. I would think that that would be, you know. And this is just coming from me, who schedules meetings all the time and puts all of the pertinent details in the invite. Teams link. Or whatever. Or a dial-in. Or if it's actually in person, here's the conference room we'll be in. Whatever the case may be, that's part of the information that needs to go in those things. And so it drives me nuts when people are just kind of sloppy and not focused on those those very important details. So and I was already just I was in a bad mood. I was just tired. I was headachey all day. Again, probably from the flu shot. But she said, this nice lady's walking me down the stairs. And I said, yeah, I said, I don't love <laughs> the the way that uh, this one was handled. Because it's like, there's no signage, there's no arrows, there's no nothing. And then the guy who's supposed to know doesn't know. And she said, well, at least you're, uh, you still have a few minutes. Your meeting is at five, right? And I said, nope meeting was at 4.50, so I am now six minutes late. She goes, ooh. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, two, three minutes to walk, you know, down the, the, the wrong corridor of the third floor. Two, three minutes to walk down and back the other wrong corridor of the third floor. And now uh, this time that it's taken to walk down to the correct floor and the woman I'm with still doesn't actually know where the room is that I'm supposed to be going to. I just I gave some names of the teachers. And she took me to a room, and then finally it was the correct room. And I said, thank you very much. And everybody was sitting there. And that's the thing that I don't like because I most of the most of the time that I've had kids in school, it's been elementary school. And there's one teacher. And you go to the teacher conference and you go to the fourth grade wing or the fifth grade or whatever it is. And you sit down for 10 or 15 minutes with that teacher, and then you talk about everything, and then you leave. And middle school, I get it. There's a bunch of teachers. I also get that with some middle schools that are very, very large, you can't, it's just not feasible 
to have a one-on-one with the science teacher and then a one-on-one with the math teacher and the history teacher and the English teacher and this one and that one. Bummer, but I get it. But it's still a little unnerving, if I may be frank, to walk into a classroom, especially when you're six minutes late because nobody knows anything and they've got you running around the third floor like a moron. Meanwhile, everything I need is supposed to be on the second floor, which was my gut instinct, and I should have just not even listened to this guy and gone to the second floor, and I probably would have found it almost right away. Whatever. It's all good. Hey, Toby. No, I didn't watch you taking a shit. You're fine. Uh, (laughs) So I go into the classroom, and there's six people, I think, uh yeah math science social studies and then there's two english teachers one is the reading teacher one's the writing teacher and then the guidance counselor so six people all sitting at the end of a table and me at the other end and so they're all in like a horseshoe shape staring at me and i'm like oh my god i'm getting i'm getting some major anxiety right now also i'm dripping with sweat because it was like Even at 5 o'clock last night, it was still like 70 degrees out. And like a moron, I wore long pants and a a quarter zip sweatshirt kind of whatever thing you want to call it. And that was a bad idea. I should have just gone in the shorts and t-shirt that I had on. (laughs) But I didn't. And so I got there and I sat down. And then the first guy... He's like, I'm so-and-so, I'm the social studies teacher, uh, and your child, he didn't say it like that, but uh, your, your child, he goes, ever since your kid came back, they've been missing, they've been late with homework assignments. And I said, ever since my kid came back from what? They haven't been anywhere. He goes, well, they had about, what, a week off uh, a few, few weeks ago? And I looked at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? And luckily, the other teachers were like, no, it was like two or three days. And I said, yeah, it was a couple days. I didn't know that this was a hot-button issue that everybody's... That the scuttlebutt is that my child took some days off because because they fucking hate school. They like all of you guys, but they hate school just like, just like their dad. And uh, that's the thing. Being good at something... And liking something are two very different things. And sometimes it's hard for folks to understand that. What do you mean you hate school? You get good grades. You're good at... So? I'm good at my job, too. That doesn't mean I'm waking up every morning like, Yes! I get to do this again! More meetings! More spreadsheets! (laughs) More KPIs! More metrics! Yeah! Woo! Rise and grind. <laughs> Come on, man. So, uh, and that's that's how my kid is. And uh, so the the first guy. So I'm like sweating. I'm I feel bad that I'm this late. I feel bad that I walk. I was hoping that I would walk in and there would be a parent just like wrapping up, because that's usually how it is. We usually, usually, this is the first time that I was late to any kind of these uh, parent-teacher things in the seven years or so that we've been doing it. Usually, all but last night, I'm very early. 
and and the wife is usually there with me. In this case, uh, my seventh grader had drum lessons, and uh, the wife preferred to, to go to that than go to the teacher conference, which I get because it's you know it is it is a bit much. I quite frankly, I think I probably would have rather gone to the drum lessons too. Uh, but you sit down, and the first guy's like, "Okay." I'm the, I'm the social studies teacher, Mr. So-and-so, and uh, ever since uh, your child came back from their three-week vacation, which was really just three days, uh, they've been missing homework assignments, and therefore their grade is an 88. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's pretty fucking good, considering uh, all these missed homework assignments and they still have an 88. Okay. I'm not worried. Sorry. What, next? Next teacher? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and then he goes, oh, what is this? Wait, what? Jumping a call and help. What do you mean? I, I don't know. Somebody's having a call. I don't care. They don't need me. <sighs> Shit, I fucking, oh, fucking Friday, man. It's fucking lunchtime. It's Friday. God damn. But I, I know, I know. I'm just being, I'm being childish. <sighs> I know, I'm an asshole. All those uh, 80 and 90 hour weeks. And then silly me, I'd like to occasionally have like a few minutes, maybe even an hour to just not be in it. Oh, but I know, I, I ask for silly things. <sighs> anyway. So I'm like, okay. And, and by the way, and then I got home and I talked to my kid about it. And I'm like, okay, so you got some, are you, are you uh, late on a bunch of homework assignments? He goes, no, I just haven't handed in the ones from the two days that I was out last month. I said, okay, well, get that shit done and hand it in if that's all it is. And the social studies teacher was like, has anything happened in the last month uh, that would, uh, because... Uh, they were handing in all of their assignments on time. Everything was great. And then now suddenly they're, they're late with assignments. And I said, well, if you're asking, there was that little thing of where you ripped them out of the classes that they were in with all their friends and put them into a brand new class that has um, none of their friends in it. And so they had to make all new friends from scratch, which they have done in a very short amount of time. Because uh, that's just the kind of person they are. They make friends anywhere and everywhere they go. But that was a really stressful thing. That was a miserable day. So they came home from school and they were so unhappy. And so, yeah, I guess if there was something, that would be it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, you know, uprooting children like that who have already had to say goodbye to so many friends who have either moved away or left the school or whatever and now the f <laughs> the friends that they do know and you've just yanked them away so fuck you even though it wasn't like the teachers not their idea it's a dumb idea but it's not the teacher's idea so and then I go to the science teacher who I think we talked for about 30 seconds and I've been corresponding with her on email just about other things, field trips and whatnot. And she said, yeah, everything's great. Grades a 90, whatever, 
no complaints, no issues, everything's great. Okay, cool. Next. <laughs> uh, and then the, and then the uh, whatever, the reading teacher was like, uh, yeah, the kid has the highest possible grade that anyone can get in my class. They're doing fantastic. They're really coming out of their shell. It, it, they're really starting to come out of their shell, which I brought that information back to my child. And my child just laughed and said, I've been out of my shell. I had to go back into my shell when they ripped all of my friends away from me who I was in classes with and put me in the new classes. Let's be honest, the nerd classes. <laughs> um, and so I said, so you're, you're pretty comfortable. Yeah, I'm very comfortable. I have friends, we talk, but also I like to be left, which is also true. I'm a pretty social guy. I also like to be left the fuck alone. Some people don't need that. I need that. I need to have time where nobody's talking to me and I'm not talking to them. I need quiet time when I'm at the office, when I'm at home, when I'm whatever. I just, you know, I can't be all the time always going. And that's the same with my kid. And so the teachers see that and they're like, I want to make sure that they're not uh, distancing themselves. from." No, they just, <sighs> okay, they have the best grade in the fucking reading class. All right, is there any problem? Nope. Okay, great. Next, you. What do you have for me? <laughs> it was the writing teacher. Oh, yeah, excellent. Everything's great. I just worry that maybe there's some detachment because, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have like uh, five minutes at the end of class. We finish early and most of the other kids will socialize and they'll talk. And and uh, and uh, this one, uh, you know, oftentimes will just sit quietly at their desk. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what a fucking weirdo. Not wanting to fucking just be forced to socialize for the sake of socialization. Maybe they just like, they need that time to just not be doing anything and to recharge. Like, and I want to be like, are you, is this, like, what's, this is the first such example you've seen? Like, what, are you just trying to find something to talk about? Because everything, anyway. And the math teacher, yeah, everything's good. Uh, you know whatever and it's all it's all like good things i'm like okay great super <laughs> and it's just i don't know i don't know what the point of even talking about this is but it's like you can't get you can't have a and then i'm trying to say stuff i'm i'm giving some information that i think is helpful or would be or could be helpful and what is this? Hold on. Okay. Zoom invitation's coming. I'm going to have to bounce. Yay! I love when a vendor uses Zoom. There's nothing shitty about Zoom at all. Everybody loves Zoom. <sighs> Fucking Zoom. I do. I, 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 sometimes when these when people are like, oh, yeah, we use Zoom. And I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, you use an abacus, too? How about walkie-talkies? Are those not available? All right, I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of... But anyways, I think the point was I was so exhausted and then I, I, got, I got rushed out of there as quickly as I went in and it was just a blur and it's just a mess. And uh, yeah, I get a... I, I don't know. Great teachers, though. They're fabulous teachers. But they're all, no matter how... 
I, I think I've said this before. You, you know that the teachers are really good because in the state of New Hampshire, the teachers make somewhere between jack and shit as far as the salary. New York, Massachusetts, you know, California, you make good money being a teacher. Obviously, it costs a living higher, but, you know, that's, that's the way it goes. Uh, but the problem, again, not paying the teachers means that the whole school is not getting the funding that it needs. So it's just kind of like, okay, you, you just don't have the resources to handle all these kids, and it's kind of a mess. We'll talk about it more in just a little bit.